Welcome back to the episode of and I appreciate you guys for listening this week. Uh, hey, I, was ju- <laughs> I was just saying off mic, these last two weeks, I've like, I've really only been listening to us and like hard foul as a whole. So AM, hard for radio, real big three. Um, I'm enjoying the shit out of it because it is, this is like the most fun I've had listening back. I normally hate the sound of my own voice. Um, yeah, but- I hate mine too. <laughs> It's, but everything is, everything has like been coming together so good where I'm like, oh, fuck yeah. Like I would, it was, and it sounds fucked up, but this is like the happiest I've been to hear it back because Mm -hmm. it it feels to me like, yeah, I could sell this to someone. Yeah. I could be like, yo, you should go listen to them. And this is why. So shout out to us. Shout out to Will. Shout out to Tony. Um, Content's been great. Like last couple months, like we've been killing it. Um, I haven't slept in one month. No, I'm just kidding. Exactly one month. Um, haven't shit in one month either. <laughs> I, don't, I don't even know what that is anymore. I sold my toilet. <laughs> can't, oh. af- can't afford to pay the water bill. <laughs> hey, that's a sick part of your water bill. If you make a toilet to not flush. <laughs> that's the first thing they turn off, man. <laughs> They're like, hey, we'll leave the, the shower on and the sink on. But that toilet, you gonna, you get one flush. I'd be fucked up. See, at least like your lights, like fuck it. Like they over like they turn your lights off, like fine, dog. I could throw some candles on, like tip a flashlight, like I can make do. Niggas turn my toilet off, like it's a wrap. <laughs> hey Justin, have you thought about getting a bidet? That's a conversation I'm not willing to have on here yet, but yes. Um <laughs> where do we want to start? Because well, I the have bidets, Justin, with the bidets. You're right. <laughs> Let, let's start with the tag on tying. That's what we started off the last couple episodes, and we're about to go six, seven months without it. So now, first off, <laughs> first off, let's let's say this: a lot of you motherfuckers don't know your seasons because the, so Funimation and Crunch, everyone associated with a tag on Titan who's putting out a tag on Titan on streaming, basically said, "Hey." Last oh, episode. I, I get where I, I know where you're la- going. Okay. Last episode until <laughs> winter 22, and niggas flipped the fuck out. Like, bro, we don't get this until like the end of next year. Like, no, nigga, it's winter again in, De- in November, end of November, December. Like, and that's considered 22 because it's the year you're going into. Like, yeah, they're not just putting this shit on haters for another year and a half. Like, <laughs> so that was hilarious to see people bro, flip the fuck that, out. I had a couple of uh, my friends. Uh, text me and they were just like 22 like <laughs> you niggas don't know your seasons but it's cool it's cool i lost my i was i was dying i just i went oh it's december and then i went ah but the winter season is like january too so it's like bittersweet but yeah no it'll be i'm presuming i think we'll get like a yeah, it's there's a sense like- of humor a christmas gift like yeah but i know there's a bunch of holidays around that time like we only get like one one piece chapter usually in december because of all the holidays so yeah most likely yes january is when it restarts up full time but i wouldn't be shocked if we got one episode out in december um i figure it'll start end of the year uh or they'll use it as like to start off 2022 they'll go you know 16 episodes or whatever it is i saw chapter last chapter comes out in like two weeks that's dope are we gonna get caught up? No, no, not the manga. Absolutely not. I can't read. Yeah, um, I only watch dub anime because I can't read. <laughs> Actually, I have no idea what's been going on. It's like on Titan. I just keep seeing people die. <laughs> oh man, it's been a real fun thing to just have on in the background. <laughs> I'd be interested. I'd be a trip. I want to do that one day. Just watch an anime, but with no audio. 
absolutely like none. Like you don't get subtitles. You have to watch it on mute. Like you just got to interpret what the fuck's going on. Complete sidebar. Apparently Hulu has the door of the Explorer movie. And uh, well, I was watching it because okay. why not? Sidebar. Uh, Hulu instinctively, because they know me so well, they put on uh, Spanish subtitles. And I went, well, I don't, I'm not fluent in Spanish. And then I went, but it's in English. And so it was very like, I was, I would watch it. And then I'd look down, not understand what I read and then not understand what I just watched. (laughs) And I went like any other good film, film goer. I I went, well, I'll just do this for half the movie. (laughs) I won't fix this problem right away. I'll just, I'll just sit through it. (laughs) It's fantastic. It's a, Dora the Explorer, 10 out of 10. Uh, highly recommend that movie to anybody. Speaking of movies, I just watched, um, what is it, Raya? Raya and the Last Dragon? Oh, I want to see it still. I still, I haven't seen it yet. It looks like Legend of Korra, but Disney. Oh, I Justin. Don't you, I don't think you want my opinion on it then. Justin's quickie review. Without, well, no, because I don't even got to spoil shit. I don't got to spoil nothing. The movie is hot ass. That movie is. <laughs> I tweeted last night and I was like, that movie. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, let me phrase this word for word because I like the way that I phrased this last night. Um, let's see here. Let's see. Let's see. Look, let me go to my tweets. My tweets, my impeccable catalog of tweets. Um, Did you make a. You were, you were so angry at this movie, you made a post? I don't know if it's an unpopular opinion or not, but riding the last dragon was ass. Fresh fart coming out the weight room ass. Hashtag Dog. hard foul. Hashtag A and M. Hashtag. Dog, that movie was ass. Like that. Oh my gosh, I was, and I'm not the biggest movie person anyway, and that's fine. And but to be in, you know, like since we watch anime, and I get to watch sports. Part of the trade is I watch movies. Yeah. And about an hour in, she just looked at me and said, do you like it? And normally the movie's okay, but it's just not my kind of thing. I can give it like, oh, yeah, like it's good. Oh, I can see what to do it. I just looked right at it and I said, how dare you make me spend $30 for this bullshit? You? No. You bought it on Disney? I bought you it did... on Disney Plus. No. Why? Because they don't get come out until June 4th for everybody. Fuck it. That's... I. Uh, Noemi messed up that one. <laughs> uh, it's like, because she wanted it, she wanted it so that her sister could watch it too, because her sister's coming down not this weekend, but any next weekend. Um, she wanted to watch it. She wanted to have her sister be able to watch it. Blah blah. And I was like, and to me it was whatever, because like, we, it, as far as spending money on it, I'm like thirty dollars. Okay, if I actually had to go like physically to a movie theater, you're gonna spend more than thirty dollars anyway. But and it's at not least Disney, 30, it's not thirty though. It's thirty seven. You're already paying for Disney Plus. Why would you pay thirty extra dollars for the movie? But it's because you get it a couple months early, pretty early access. That's dumb. Them. That's stupid. It's, it's fam. That's fam. A, it's I hate. I hate Disney. It's the I hate Disney for doing that. This is <laughs> the conversation, it. and I'm not gonna bring it up here. This is the conversation we had when we were at the casino, and I was like, "There is. I understand exactly." Disney really wants to attack movie theaters post COVID, but that's a much longer conversation that we don't have time for here. Cause that literally goes hours as it did on that day Four hour podcast. Now is the that time. Is, no, fuck Disney. No, like 
But I do think it's interesting. I will say that regardless of like how it ends up, I do think it is interesting because I'm a fan of seeing like what happens when like the mega megas like swing their dick around. And Disney is a mega mega. And when it swings his dick around, I am interested to see what actually happens because sometimes you think you are uh, to, to translate it to anime manga. Oda does stuff clearly knowing he's as big as he is. But I think even Oda is very reserved in how he goes about it. Yes, he understands he's writing the flagship of it, of his um, company. He is the biggest income producer of his company. He is all those things. But I think he also knows and he's learned from what guys have done in the past. There is only so much I can swing my dick around before someone just steps on it. And then I don't care if your dick is 30 feet long, three kilometers, however big it is, someone steps on it, that shit will still hurt. And for Disney to be as big as they are and to swing their dick movie theaters, I don't count now because obviously COVID turned it all upside down. And I think this was never a part of their original plan. But I think it fast tracked their plans. I, I don't, cause you don't get a, I'm always saying no because you don't get like a real debate. Like it's not like Mulan or uh, a Ryu or Araya or Soul is dropping same time there's active movie theater box office things coming out. So that's where I'm like, that'll be the actual debate when that happens. Like, and I know they own a bunch of blockbusters anyway, but like a non-Disney blockbuster, quote unquote, comes out and Disney drops fucking whatever they're hiding in the tuck for when movies are out again. Right. And it's like, who does more? I, I, I hate that business model so much because it, it's such a vicious circle of a business model. And it's the idea that like, the average person isn't watching that with a family. It's probably like one to two people who would normally just spend like 20 bucks on tickets and then, you know, 10 bucks on popcorn. Now they're spending uh, popcorn's way more expensive than that now, but I feel you. Yeah. Right. And now they're spending 40 bucks on just the movie. Like that's, that's a sketchy model, man. But you also like everything else for a stay at home. And I don't want to stay here, but for stay any stay at home experience, like you guys use Uber Eats, right? I do. Yeah. Uber Eats is a ripoff for food pricing. It is. DoorDash. You're, pay- you're paying that delivery. Absolutely. And that's, ri- that's the other part where like, I don't necessarily know the, I don't know the math behind it in terms of how you would figure that for a movie. But I know sometimes... Yeah, if you got a family of three or four kids and it's a pain in the ass to get all the asses in the car and go to movie theater, blah, blah, blah. Like I said, this is already a four-hour conversation the other day. Um, yeah, there's benefits to it. And so I'm interested to see what it looks like to have, maybe to have access to both. Yeah, I, I it, to me though, it it's a, it's a crazy cash grab that like only like hurts theaters and consumers in the long run. Um, if Disney, I think it's a whole contract situation with it, with like actors and like directors and stuff. There's a contract on the back end that says, oh, this movie needs to make X amount of dollars. And with a hundred million, I think Disney plus is up to a hundred million subscriber base. Mm-hmm. If they're, tr- if their goal is to hit like a billion dollars for a film, they're never going to hit it. So they have to like do something to push out more um if they if they had the balls they would throw black widow the new marvel movie that's supposed that keeps getting pushed the fact that they don't have the balls to do that shows that 
they aren't confident in this business model. So, man, I don't want to stay here. I probably that's not okay. We're done. No, no, done. but I want to counter that. I only want to counter that exact point is because I would argue that if I'm Disney and I want a real test, because right now it's not a test. Like they haven't had to compete with movie theaters for a year now, right? Yeah. So you don't really have a test. Like Raya's got to drop, Soul got to drop. Soul dropped and it was great, had a great reaction, blah, blah, all this stuff. And but there's no movie theater to fight with. Mm. So if I'm Disney. And I'm not saying this is what they're going to do, but yeah, Black Widow keeps getting pushed off. If I know whatever their numbers are that they get and they're like, all right, any Marvel movie, whether it's Ash or the greatest thing ever is going to bring in X amount of fans and X amount of tickets, because that's what they've always done. All right. When I have to compete against, and I don't even know what a non-Disney blockbuster is because I'm not into movies like that. But when you, when you get that first non-Disney blockbuster, that's going to hit theaters. Okay. I see. Yeah. Yeah. And if I have Black Widow in the tuck, that's what I'm throwing out because I want to see what does that look like if they're going against each other, not just throwing out. Because like, Raya is not made for me. Like I shit it on it, but it's it's not made for me because. Mm. But it is it is the Disney formula. Like, and that shit works for them. So for me to come here and say, oh fuck that shit, that shit's ass. They got about a billion dollars in three different federal bank accounts that say they don't give a fuck about my opinion if they think that formula's ass. I also don't want to be this guy, Justin. You could have gone and seen this movie at the drive-in for like 10 bucks. That's, but I wasn't trying to go to the drive-in. I wasn't trying to leave my house. I'll be real fair. honest with you. That's fair. I was not okay. trying to leave my house. I That's was. Fair. I ordered I ordered pizza and I bought a movie and I said, fuck this. Everybody else come to me. How much did you spend on all that? Uh, I think in total 50 bucks. But I had a free bucks. pizza from Domino's. So. Oh, you had a free pizza from Domino's. Yeah. Okay. So if it wasn't free, how much would it have cost? Yeah, probably like $67, $70. Close to it. Is that normal for a movie trip? I don't go to movies. So, so for me, now, now my experience is also really weird with movies. And this is my last point. Yeah, no, we need to move my, on. <laughs> my experience is weird because of the, I'm going to say this the most politically correct way that I can. When you start dating a Mexican and getting involved with their family, you never do anything that's just the two of y'all or just like three people. No, everything becomes seven people, three cousins, four aunts, and six uncles. And you're like, well... Then the movie feels like it's two hundred dollars. So for the Mexican family, I completely understand spending thirty bucks. Everybody keep your ass at home, make some tacos, and just keep it moving. Shout out to Dora the Explorer. Because y'all will run up a three hundred dollar movie bill like that. But that's neither here nor there. Shout so out to tag Dora. on Titan. Okay, what podcast is this? What are we doing? Attack on Titan. Tell me about. Tell me about sports. I want to. So the last couple, we spent a lot of time on Attack on Titan and just a little bit on One Piece. I'm going to probably be the opposite today yeah, because I, I have so. a really big One Piece theory that I think I just got confirmed um, based off this last chapter. Okay. Um, now, just remember, anytime anyone hears me speak, this isn't so much for you because I think we're similar in this. Yeah, I don't talk. One Piece has conditioned me to react really heavily in my mind to one-liners. And not right. every show should be based off this because not everyone writes this way. Oda literally drops one-liners with the intent for them to mean a lot. So sometimes I'll watch other shows or read other manga and I'll think a one-liner is really important and it's not. And the writer never meant it to be. It was just, yo, I need some dialogue. Hey, throw this over there. Like, so when if i over exaggerate to a line in attack on time or any other show we discuss that's just the way i've been conditioned to think 
because I didn't think that way when I read Naruto. I didn't go like, oh, this one-liner means this, or oh, this one-liner means that. No, that's not the way it was written. Yeah, no. So the tag on Titan, let's let's break down the episode. I think this is a good way to start. Yep. So it starts with Zeke is blown up. Zeke is real fucked up. Zeke is real fucked up. There is a, I guess, the one Titan Levi didn't kill that just crawls up. Um, Because I thought they were all dead. I, I thought they were really, all dead, too. I was trying to find out. Now, my theory is, and this is why I say I deep-dived like just really hard on this. So if I'm way off, excuse me. Okay. What I'm presuming is that Titan is someone who was close enough to hear Zeke yell when he blew himself up. Thus turned. Yeah. Because we've seen people that are far away, they still react. And if they're close enough to really, really hear him, they turn. So I'm presuming some dude just got lost in the forest, heard, yo, what the fuck was that? And then just transformed. And it was what, like, oh, what well. a rough day, dude. <laughs> and... Now, this is an interesting power, though, because they walk up to Zeke, and I'm thinking, oh, shit. This is, is it. a yeah. random Titan going to eat him like we just talked about last week? Like, if he dies, where's the power go? Are they just going to eat him? And no, homie opens up his stomach like you do and just puts him in his little pouch. And he does. He Star Wars is it. I was He's, like Empire Strikes Back, Sam. <laughs> I was I was confused. Um. I was I was I was disappointed in this episode. Let me just be very clear, but this is my bias. Okay. Because they just flagrantly just did not show us Levi. Like just uh, just yeah, fucking that, left him out. And I was big, like that's just a big cock tease. It's and it's like, fam, he's he's literally right here. Because they need to show me what happened post that explosion. Because if there's one thing Levi has done since the start of the show is he will chase down Zeke and he don't give a fuck how many things are in his way. So the fact that this fat little funky Titan just rolled up, grabbed Zeke and just fucking stumbles away, which by the way, shout out to whoever animates the Titans running. You have done a fantastic job since day one of just being like, I want this one to run like with his fucking arms crossed. And he goes, I, I hope like the only, the only animator for attack on titan listens to this podcast so he get he gushes a little bit on that a- absolutely like <laughs> homie the way he has animated some of these things like you the way they run here facts yeah so he and then this little funky titan runs off of zeke and i'm like okay i don't believe i got fucked up but that's i i it it'd be interesting how do you fuck up that man homie was literally there was 30 titans jumping at this man in midair yeah he, this guy got blown up. <laughs> I I I need to see it. I won't say oh, yes yeah. or no. I'm not gonna I say he's. It. I don't know if he's dead. I, oh, I definitely don't. Think I don't he's think dead. he's if they dead. They killed Levi that way. That'd be the most fucked up way to kill a main character ever. I don't ever. know. It, it's pretty on par with Attack on Titan. That, but, it, Sasha, but not Sa- everybody's Levi. Sasha just got shot. <laughs> Poor Sasha. Rest in peace. Rest in power. Um. Then we get. Um, and I don't know how you felt about this part of the episode. I was like so so on it. Okay. Um, the let, let's do the prison sequence. So Armin and everybody's down in the prison. 
and Justin wants a complete chaotic ending to Attack on Titan. So when Homie oh, said, "I love that they took some time to explain why that can't happen," like I like know no why shit. it can't happen, but it don't mean. Homie just looked at him and he was like, "Armin, mean, can't you just bust out of here?" He's like, "Yeah, but I take like half the city with me." <laughs> yeah, he's a bum. He's like, I'm not as agile as. Or what it what it was it? He can't he's not as uh flexible as Aaron. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like, yeah, no shit. I was like, I was like which which by the way, never mind, I'm not gonna down that road again. But I laughed because I was like, you know, at least someone else is thinking it. Like, man, if we're fucked anyway, you might as well blow this whole bitch up. Like, do something. God um, damn, can you imagine that happening? Jesus. I am waiting for like the next arm and transformation because I think we get one more. Oh, I think um, we're about to get one, yeah. But it's going to have to be very unique because Armin's not just going to. What would it be half the city? I'm, I don't remember how big the explosion well, was when they it, threw Beartold. I, so they, they dropped this line. So I think we are going to get an Armin transformation very soon. Uh, Shinganshina has been evacuated. Yeah. And so all these battleships are coming to Shinganshina. So we're getting yeah. another battle at Shinganshina. Which is I'm I'm hyped I'm cool for with that it. part. Yeah, I think um, that's fun. That's that's but like Armin needs to be involved in that though, because I am yeah. not I'm not excited for I I everyone needs to be end. involved in this conflict, dude. Someone bust Annie out. I'm I'm waiting for that too, because I'll be kind of disappointed if she just stays asleep the rest of the series. But I don't think she will. I don't, I don't think, think she will either, I think but. she would have died if they were going to do that to her. That well, who knows? Because she's tech. I'll say why I think she gets out a little bit later. Okay. So, but then you get to the prison scene, and then you get um, Yelena comes down and explains, "Oh, this is what Zeke's plan is." Blah blah blah. Armin starts crying, which made me immediately think, "Armin, why are you such a bitch?" Um, uh, I I just don't. I think it was like a. I think he was just fucking with her. I, I don't know because I don't everybody has been so the world is so fucked up. They've seen so many tragic things happen that everybody is just scarred and fucked up in the head. That's understandable. I'm not blaming a 13 year old or a 15 year old now. 17, 16, how old are not even 18 year old. I think we've they're literally 19. seen. Are they 19? Yeah, they're 19. Have we gotten four years since season one? Yeah. Okay. Even still, I'm not blaming a 19-year-old who has seen cities explode, multiple friends eaten, been involved in like three different wars, thought he was the last of like a thousand people and humanity was over. Like, I'm not blaming them for being scarred beyond belief. Yeah. But as I came in here and talked about last week, I believe where Levi's place is as the guy who's endured all of this and, and very importantly... It is a show that started on the hopes of humanity. Humans equal humanity. Levi might be the only human that is not turning into, is not available to turn into a Titan like right now. Okay. Get to that point later too. All right. Thank I, have, you. I have a deep, I have a, I have I have really a deep, deep plan where got Levi a deep is dive. So, but then, um, yeah, so I think Armin, like, just wanting it to be over because Armin is a pacifist at nature. He doesn't want to hurt people. And now he's got – he's like, I am the – the guy who doesn't want to hurt anyone is the most destructive thing on the planet. 
And he is like that. internally conflicted, um, which I think is planned also mm-hmm. because I think mean, it's the same reason why Bertolt had the Colossal Titan prior is giving that Titan to someone who is more trigger happy is just World War Three waiting to happen. So I think you have to plant that Titan with someone who is more sensitive, doesn't want to fight, blah, blah, yeah. blah. Um, and then, then shit starts popping off because the Earth moved. And it's like, oh, fuck, Earth moving, guys. What's going on? We get Aaron, Peak, who I saw a very disturbing image of on the internet. You're all fucked up, people who did that to Peak. I know, right? Fuck, I, I hate, I just, I hate I, this fan base. I saw some very disturbing images, and I'm like, well, I do. And they're like, they look innocent because they just show you like half of it. And I should know the internet well enough to know, like, I'm like, oh, yeah, it'll be a cool wallpaper, like a dope moment. No, it's just ass. Okay. Oh, cool. it's it's a dope wallpaper. Oh, <laughs> uh, fuck. Um, you all suck. Facts. Then <clears throat> we go to, so Pete gets in there and she's like, I'm going to shoot you, Aaron. And I, even I'm like, what the fuck's that going to do? <laughs> I'm like, I thought we were past the point of like guns being like effective at all to a Titan shifter. Yeah. But she, she takes some time and explains that like, I'll kill your fucking brain before you have a chance to realize what's happening and transform. That see, that's the part I'm not sure. I don't, how... th- I don't think we've seen anyone get like shot in the head. I mean, we've, they've, they've tried to like cut off heads like, and not, do it successfully they try to like sever the uh the spinal cord i would be curious my only thing is i don't know if aaron has the ability to transfer his consciousness i don't think he knows how i i don't know if the warhammer knew how i don't know if aaron's dad knew how because if they knew how he knows how yeah because he doesn't have any marleyan trained warriors well his dad technically wasn't wasn't a marleyan warrior though Correct, correct. I <clears throat> I think Peak was counting on him not knowing how to no, transfer yeah, I think consciousness. She was. <laughs> she, I just, let me put it this way. I don't think, when I saw the gun and pointed at it, I kind of had Aaron's reaction where I was like, and where Fuck you want. We? Yeah, like, and homie even put it like right up to his skull and he's like, fire, bitch, do it. This is Russian roulette. You won't. <laughs> <laughs> then she gives him the whole little spiel about like oh yeah like um she or gabby's in the room too and she tells gabby you know it's fucked up fuck marley like they, they're gonna kill us anyway once titan once they find some that are better than titans to kill people with they're just gonna kill us and it's not gonna matter so fuck these people um aaron goes upstairs or aaron and them all go upstairs and somehow you just sneak a jaw titan in because that's what you do. And and in the heart of the enemy city, you just sneak a jaw titan. Because fuck it, why not? Yeah. I no think li- I I think it made sense, dude. Like Aaron popped out of a building <laughs> in but the Aaron, middle of Le- uh, Libero. <laughs> see, I just Aaron just popped up. And can you imagine just like chilling, watching a play, and then all of a sudden Aaron pops up? <laughs> that's what they do. They just that's... pop up. Hey, can you imagine if a colossal titan just like popped up one day? No, it all I'd be dead. It ha- it's happened twice. I'd be dead because it explodes now. <laughs> it didn't oh, explode in episode one, but it explodes now. 
I, or episode I, four. Look, it shook the entire city. I know. I know. Instead of just eradicating it. It shook the entire city. Homie, do you know how different episode one would have been if homie actually nuked? He Can we just like the, replay episode one where just Colossal Titan explodes? He he shook the entire city. That's all I'm saying. It's homie, a hot take. That's that's a hot take. That's I, my hot take. <laughs> um so yeah, so the John Titan comes out, it gets like Aaron's leg, I'm presuming, or the back the bottom half of his leg. It yeah, he, cut, he basically bites off his legs. Yeah. And so Aaron, which and then are Aaron, we then assuming that in you have to take like are we assuming then to transfer a Titan you'd have to bite off their head and take their consciousness then? Yeah. You can't just bite any part of them. Yeah. Okay. That I, makes sense. I, I would agree. But then I'm like, how do we establish how the Warhammer was? That bitch was drank. And we don't know how much of her was spilled on the ground. All of her. <laughs> like <laughs> I, so, I figure if she turned into a liquid and he drank most of her, I think that's that works. Good, that works, yeah. Okay, fair. Um and so <laughs> she got turned into a liquid. She did. And that's I, I, like I said, one piece identifies everything gives one liner. So like I shouldn't put a tag on time in that same light, but that's just my brain is trained that way. So I would love like the one now one piece also doesn't tell if the double fruits work, but I would love that one liner to say like, yeah, you've got to bite their head or you've got to bite like something to like identifiably, like you took in their essence and that's why you became their Titan. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, excuse me. And so, then Aaron transforms, and you get all of the Marley and airships, and you're like, "All right, cool. We just flipping out the, which is a good way to end on a halfway point. We are basically going back to the start of this season, and now it's flip flop because obviously I attacked you. Now your turn to attack us. This yeah, is war. This is the world we live in. I will say, and this is why I'm not. I don't want to spend too much time on this episode. I'm even going to save my Levi deep dive theory for a little bit later because One Piece has more important stuff right now. I could give two shits about Aaron versus Reiner round three or maybe round four, depending how you want to qualify it. And for him to like shout at Reiner, like, oh, we're going to end this. I'm like, nigga, I, I could give two fucks. Reiner wants to die. Reiner wants no part of you. He doesn't want to be here. Homie's on his last like couple years. He's like, just fucking kill me. I think he was until he he learned that Gabby and Falco were I think he, I think he was so that's what's driving him he needs to save Gabby because Gabby's his family okay like and that's, that's his that's his cousin and that's fine but as a fan of the show what did you think you would really get from Aaron versus Ryan around three I don't know who I'd be rooting for I don't know if I want to see Aaron beat the shit out of Reiner or if I want to see Reiner beat the shit out of Aaron. That's where I'm at right now. I don't know. I don't know who I want to see win that fight. So I would love to see Reiner win. I just think his chances are so drastically low. But that's the that's what makes it interesting, right? Like it, before it was always like like Aaron when he was only really the attack and founding titan in the very beginning was figuring out ways to beat Reiner because mm-hmm. technically Reiner isn't that good. None of these types <laughs> by, by Marley standards. He's not that good. Gabby is um, the most equipped soldier. Gabby is the most equipped sh- soldier. Yeah. Um, I 
kind of want to see Reiner win. But then I'm also like, I don't want to see Marley win. Because <laughs> Marley's fucked up. Marley's fucked up. I did love, and I hope this one-liner does mean a lot, that even Peak said, I could give two fucks about the Marleyan government, but I have fought thee with these people, and I've seen them die with me for several years. So yeah. I loved that. Like, fuck the government. Fuck who's in charge. Fuck your kings. I've literally fought side by side with this dude and risked my life. Like, that's just family. Yeah. So I loved that. I wonder if what Peak said, because it's what. Oh, uh, I'm sorry. Uh, what I am wondering what Peak said to Aaron. I wonder if that's there's a truth to that where she's like, why don't you just use the founding time to beat Marley and then save everybody that way? Because I thought that's where it was going until she was like, that guy's the enemy. Uh, I wonder if she's thinking if they can reclaim. I wonder how much truth there is in her going like, oh, if we can get the founding Titan, we can beat Marley. You know, we can flip the military and like just take over Marley and then free Eldians that way. I wonder if that's Peak's angle right now. I think. So the way I took that part is no one trusts Zeke, but Zeke is way too important. And Zeke has something that is just like to kind of to relate it to one piece. It's like, whatever is special about Zeke, it's kind of like whatever's special about Blackbeard. No one knows, but everyone knows it's there. Yeah. So Zeke is doing some shit like his Aaron's fought out, like, or peak asked, you know, why the fuck can like Zeke just summon Titans and all this shit? And Aaron's like, I don't fucking know. Nigga yeah. just does it. Like, <laughs> I thought y'all knew. <laughs> and Peak's like, no, he's never, he's just always lied. He's never been truthful for any with anyone. Um, and so I I I wonder if Aaron, if to them Aaron's the bad guy, uh, because he holds the founding titan and they don't know what. Zeke will do if Zeke gets a hold of the founding Titan. And so I wonder if the goal is like, oh, like one of us needs to eat Aaron. So Zeke just doesn't have it because Zeke is the biggest threat to mankind right now. And then once they get it, do they take over Marley and like kind of redo Marley in the image of, uh, you know, equal equality or whatever? Who knows? Do you I mean, think a lot of people know, but who knows? Yeah. Do you think um this is my this is my last tag on Titan question? Do you think the euthanization plan feels like in theory like Sukiyomi? Where it's kind of like instead of finding a legitimate way to end this, which it, it, in real life and in this show, theoretically the way to ending war is like being civil, being peaceful with your neighbors, blah, 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 right? Now, the majority of people in those positions tend to think, well, you can't actually do that. And that's why you still have armies. That's why you still have wars. Um, same thing in Attack on Titan. Even if you really, like like we said it, uh, you said it last week, it's like, or two weeks ago, Aaron thought, if I just kill all the Titans, it's over with, it's done. Don't have to yeah. deal with them anymore. And then he's like, oh shit, no, we killed them all. And now there's this threat. And if we kill them, it's a world war. Oh, there's this threat. There's this threat. This country doesn't like us. This country's scared of us. Now, 
but just ending Titans is kind of like the, to me, it's kind of like the giving up strategy. It's these things are just like, we're just going to end this. This shouldn't exist. Um, This in no way, shape or form could be used to be good at any point in time. Like no kids, no more Titans, a hundred years. It'll be peaceful. And that's Mm -hmm. just the selling point. And the same with Sukiyomi is technically Sukiyomi is everybody gets their dream life. You don't got to fight no more. You don't got to hurt no one no more. No one's going to hurt you. You just get to live your dream life. Do you think there is similarities in those? Uh, kind of. I I think the way the way this show has shown um, L, like Eldian treatment, I and how Marley uses Eldians for like Titan warfare. I think all it does is fast track Marley's ambitions because it doesn't matter if you're like a 95 year old Eldian, right. That just can't have kids. Cause mm. if Marley gets you, you, they can just turn you into a Titan. And then now you're wreaking havoc for how long was, uh, 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 Emir was a Titan for 60 years, you know? I think what you do is you just start like, okay, we turn them into Titans and then round them up in this like cage. And now they just exist in this cage. <laughs> oh yeah. I- yeah. I, I, I figure, and it gives Marley, like, uh, like I said, a hundred years to figure it out. <laughs> I think the plan sucks. I don't, I don't think the plan's good. I think the plan is, I think it's the easy way. I think it's good in theory, but even Connie brings up a good point. He's like, what about the old people? Like all the old guys are going to die out and then the young people are going to get old. And then uh, you think they're going to be safe. Who's going to protect them? Yeah. No, it's, it, it's, I guess easy way out is a good way to phrase it. Cause that's how I, that's kind of my, my correlating between the two. It's mm. the only easy way out uh, eradicating the Titans. The euthanization plan is the easy way out. Um, I just don't think it's like, I think the difference between Tsukiyomi and this is it's like Tsukiyomi is just a dream, right? Mm-hmm. Like you're in a dream and I guess you're dying, but you don't know you're dying versus like all the Eldians know that they can't have kids. So they know they're dying out. And then theoretically they can just get like, it's a slower Tsukiyomi. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I, 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 I don't see, I, I just don't see it working out with the rules that have been like constructed in this no, universe. Abs- no, absolutely. I think the plan's destined to fail. I think it is, it's a cop out. It's, I, I guess the biggest thing is it's like, for my own personal, it's like, it's just not real life. Like it's, everyone can say it's e- like, it's easy to run away from this or it's easy to figure out a way to just avoid that. It's like, but that's not, that's just not real life. In real life, you have to go through hardships. In real life, you have to go through trials. And in real life, you have to experience these things. Not all of them are going to be great. Some of them are going to suck, yeah. you know? And in this world, it is, like like I said, it's why I'm, I'm beating the drum so hard for Levi is because Levi is the guy who figured out, like, you're not going to get through this life without suffering a lot. You can do mm-hmm. things to help suffer less. You can do things to put people you care about in better positions but overall like you're gonna suffer and just it's learning to adapt and learning to live in that world because that's the only world you got um now on to 
One Piece. And we'll see I, you. We'll see you in like eight months. Attack. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, that's a fact. Um, I get. We'll do little tidbits here and there if we think of other stuff that come up. Yeah. But maybe I, I'll watch that OVA finally. Uh, yeah. Maybe I'll start reading it. No, I won't do that. So One Piece. So neither of us. I don't think we're surprised. Um, fake Odin. <gasps> what? Fake Odin. Fake Odin. What? I Who? did like the fact I... that some of them were tricked by it because you're in the middle of this long fight and you see something that you think could be inspiring or something you really want to see. I get how fatigue gets to you. So I did like the fact that some of them, or mostly all of them, were like, oh shit, it's Odin. And they were ecstatic. And in One Piece fashion, <clears throat> it wasn't a hunch or raw emotion that made you go, oh, I know that's fake. Homie literally broke down. He's like, dog, this is how time travel works. We were all literally told exactly how time travel works and homie is breaking the fuck out of the rules. Yeah. So I loved that. Um, Oda staying true to his time traveling theories. Time traveling rules. Yeah. The scene, I don't know. I'm not that attached to any of the samurai outside of maybe... No, nah, I don't think I'm just like that. I would I, be sad if one happens. Yeah, happens to one of them. Yeah, I wasn't like. I mean, I was sad that as like one of them died, and I wondered if like you think died. Oh, I think he. I think they made a point to like show that he's gone. Um, because he went out the same way Pedro went out. <laughs> well, well, I mean, do, do they, but then you flip like three pages forward and the guy we thought was dead who okay i remember you gotta go all the way back to like when like 50 chapters ago when they killed this fucker uh <laughs> but he has the hydra fruit he he has nine heads he got his head cut off i figured he was gonna come back i just didn't expect it to take this fucking long <laughs> I, I and the fact that it took this long, I went, oh, maybe, maybe he is maybe, maybe I don't even remember his fucking name, Orochi. Orochi, yeah. I don't. Even, I, I was like, I guess maybe Orochi is gone because what, what can he do? And then he came back, and I went, oh yeah, I forgot. I was like waiting for him to come back. He just ate. They showed his head on the ground bleeding out like so many times. I just figured that was it. I, I don't know how I feel about him. Like, I, I agree with you, yes. If he has a hydra fruit and you cut his head off, then fine. He's got more heads or more lives, however you want to depict that. But, man, I was disappointed. I was like, Sam, I don't care about this character no more. Like, can we just get him, like, off screen? Like, can you just – can he actually – like, at some point, I get it, guys. You're writing and you have some audience that is directly children – but fuck, just kill some of these people. Like for fuck's sakes. Like we don't we don't need Orochi back. We're not gonna lose we're not no one's losing sleep going, oh fuck, my favorite character Orochi is dead. No one Oh man, I can do more shit with this fruit now. Like what? <laughs> it's just it's okay to kill some of these characters. Yeah, I, I wasn't okay. I I was just like, eh. All right. Just unneeded, oh, unnecessary, yeah. unneeded. Like I just I didn't care for it. No one has ever died from a sword wound in uh, One Piece. They usually get blown up. And even that's 
Yeah. That fucking eagle. That eagle <laughs> still pisses me off. It, it's it like in, it's like in Star Wars. No, nobody takes fall damage in Star Wars. Like if you've been dropped from a very high place, you're probably fine. <laughs> yeah. Like the only the only one who didn't like who, and I'm still waiting for the, for them to bring this fool back. Mace Windu, uh, the only black Jedi, he gets like electrocuted and tossed out a window. I remember that. I watched that. Okay. And uh, he's the only one who hasn't come back. And I'm like, <sighs> when, when he, he was never stabbed. <laughs> so- <laughs> yeah. Um, so, so post Orochi, my theory has, by the way, my, theory, I do have a big one piece theory, but it, it, this chapter just kind of confirms it, but it's at the very end. So if okay. I'm going fast, you want to bring up something, feel free. Yeah. I'll, I'll interject here and there. So Orochi's alive, and Orochi's like, fuck this, I'll burn it all down. Why do people think, like, did no one ever... And, and we've seen this before, but, like, the guy or the lackey who's basically thrown to the side because they're not that important in the long scheme of things, they're like, I'm going to blow this up, or I'm going to set this on fire, I'm going to fuck this up. Do y'all not realize who you're fighting? Like, do you really think if you burn down a castle, like, Kaido just dies because of that? Do you think any of these yeah. people that are like second floor or higher are dying? Because oh no, he set it on fire. Oh. Yeah, that's true. What's like, the worst I, thing that could happen to you in One Piece? Uh, like, getting lit on fire and dying. Yes, that kills like, your who, that kills your reputation right there. That, yeah, it's like fam, who who are you killing with this? Like you might as well set a kite on fire. Yeah, like it's just it's just, but whatever. Rochi's just doing a Rochi things. Then we get Jack is also the boy. Jack is taking a fucking beating. Jack is like bandaged up. Homie's taking a beating, but he's still fighting. Um, and now we are going to get the forever fight. And for all the kids listening, when your teacher asks you, does one elephant beat a cat and a dog? You look her dead in the face and say, I don't know, maybe, but give me about 30 chapters to find out with some intermittent breaks. Well, I figured that. I figured, so I still think Sanji's on his way there. Mm-hmm. So I think Jack is going to beat Dogma. And Sanji will show up and like finish the fight. I could see that. I just, man, I, I need some resolution to this because these fuckers are hanging on. Like, and once again, Oda, you don't like to kill people. I get it. I'm not even saying these guys got to die. But don't give me a fucking fight that started back on Zoe. They got whooped on Zoe. Came back and it's like, fam, this fight is... When was Zoe? How many chapters ago? Long. This this fight has been taking place over the course of 100 plus chapters, if not more. I'm like, like just give me a resolution. Like at some point, like I understand, like oh, do you got your pace and that's cool, but give, I don't, I don't need this fight in particular to drag on. Like I'm tired of the dog and the cat and the elephant fucking fighting and wailing on each other. Well, the cat's not there. Cat ran off. I think it's just dogma. Is it just dogma right now? I think it's just dogma. Eat him. It's just dogma. G- give me a resolution. Like this is. Just, it's just. It's just taking to to me. I feel like it's just. It's a drawn out thing. It feels like. It feels like Virgo um, from Punk Hazard, where Virgo, I felt like, 
was supposed to be far more menacing and intimidating, but I felt like he just kind of dragged the longer that arc went on. Even though I do think he was stronger than Caesar, it's like, I just feel like he was misused in the sense of how big, how big of a bad he was supposed to be. Like he was close to Doflamingo. He was part of the family and homie just dragged on, dragged on, dragged on. And then Locke cut him up and left his head somewhere. Virgo might be dead. I think Virgo died. <laughs> Virgo might be dead. Virgo was split I think, up. And I figured Virgo got blown up. I would like to assume, but I don't assume explosions. Again, you only because <laughs> Monet's dead, right? I think Monet died because Monet got like stabbed in the heart and then blown up. I I think so. I, I genuinely not even like as a joke. I just genuinely don't know who's dead in One Piece and who's not. Besides Whitebeard and Ace, that's my I fi- only I fi- confirmation. I figure Monet and Virgo were dead. <laughs> But I, you know, I would like to think I would like to think they are. Well, they'll come back in the last chapter just to fucking <laughs> spit on spit in your face. They'll Device. walk in. They'll walk into your house while you're sleeping and just spit in your face. If I see Virgo in the if I see Virgo chapter twelve hundred or on, I will lose my shit. I will too. I'll be like, man, this is such a good fucking not novel. <laughs> like if I see Virgo, I don't need Virgo anymore. Um. <laughs> Yeah, I think Sanji will show up because I think Dogma is a little too fucked up right now. No, we got the cat. The cat is there, Rizo. No, well, he says, hurry on ahead. Yeah, it's just the dog of the day. Because remember, like back in Zo, like I think it means two things. So there's no moons here to make him stronger. He mm-hmm. also would take off at night to let the king of the night, which was the cat take over. So I think it's like a line that means two things. Okay. Um, so yeah, so fight elephants, kids. Then from there, um, we go, so we, we go back up to top floor. And this is actually how I wanted this to play out almost to a T. Yeah. I didn't need an extensive fight. I really just wanted to see what Kaido looked like. That was it. And so I yeah, got I, yeah. I got exactly what I needed in those two panels, which is Luffy still trying to punch him. Everybody's going, Luffy, what the fuck are you doing? Which is typical for One Piece. And then you got to see what Kaido and Big Mom look like. And I'll ask you first, does Kaido in this hybrid form, is it what you thought he would look like? Uh, Yeah, I figured he'd be scaly. I'd say it's pretty close. I thought he I thought he might look a little more dragony, but like yeah, this is basically what I thought he'd look like. Why what, what I think is interesting is um so obviously when he's in his dragon form, he just looks like a dragon. Yeah. This looks like a fish. This looks like fish scales. This looks like a dude who ate the fish fish fruit. To me. I don't Maybe. know if I'm off or not. This, I don't know because he has look like a dragon. He has Charizard's uh, things though. The the fucking tentacle horn thing. The little horns. Yeah, that's a Charizard thing, and Charizard's a dragon. Not technically, but he is. I was going to say he is a dragon. A fire flying. Yeah, not a that's dragon. Not a dragon. Fire flying. Kaido. He's a water flying, not a dragon. Oh, so he's Gyarados. You you've said it. You just said it. 
I hate you. I hate you with the passion. So What's that? Much. What's I, that? Walked into that one, boy. <laughs> anyway, so you get to see Kaido. Um, I'll ask you before I go into my theory. Okay. Do you think? Do you think the fight is coming up, or do you think that we are just getting shown this and he's gonna pander away to something else, or pan away, not pander? Um, I'm. Sh- I my guess is that he's gonna spend at least the. F- first part of the next chapter splitting them up in some way okay uh he might give it like two or three pages and then i think he's cutting down down somewhere else like maybe he'll cut back to the dogma fight or maybe he'll cut to uh um yamato and whatever yamato's doing um I always skip them this chapter. I they had Yamato Momonosuke conversations are pretty dull to me at this point. It's kind of Yamato just fanboying over the fact of who Momonosuke's dad was, and then them talking about like this chapter they're talking about Momonosuke's fruit, and he's like, "Well, when I get scared or emotional, I turn into a dragon, and then when I'm not, I just don't." And I was like, "Thanks, bro." Yeah. Well, I think that was supposed to accompany the last chapter where. Um, the CP zero guy was like, yeah, they were trying to recreate Kaido's fruit. Mm -hmm. And so I'm like, oh, maybe I think they're trying to like say that Momonosuke has the same power as Kaido. Could be. I'm more and more am inclined to believe it just after seeing like seeing their dragons and there's people that do fan art of it. Um, It is pretty cool. There is a lot of similarities. Obviously, Kaido's is a lot more massive and looks a little more scary because Kaido's a much bigger dude than Momonosuke. But there's a lot of similarities in their dragons, and I could see it being a kid version of Kaido's fruit at the moment. Yeah, Um, a not developed fish fish fruit. But I think I finally, finally figured out the order of the world, and I got it. For how we started this episode off, by that one line, and I'm gonna. So Kaido says, and I want to quote this line word for word. This is the very last thing he says. So well, so so Luffy's punching him just for the rest of the context of this chapter. Luffy's punching him, and everybody's going like, "I don't think our attacks are doing anything." And Luffy says, "A I think a very telling line, which is, yeah, they are. They're just humans like us. Like I know they look big, they look scary, but they are just humans." Yeah, and I was like. Okay, you're on to something. And then Kaido, Big Mom looks like a psychopath. Yeah, she does. Also, she's rocking mad souls. Um, <laughs> then Kaido says, that's it, Straw Hat. The light never leaves your eyes, does it? We talked about about a month and a half, two months ago when we got into the Zebic thing. And I don't know if the anime did this, but this is almost perfect. Like the side-by-side of what's happening in the manga versus what's happening in the anime. Okay. We talked about what Zebik's role was. And we've always discussed when did the four emperors become a thing? Is it post Zebik? Is it post Roger? Is it like, is it right after Roger? Is it 10 years after Roger? Like when did the four emperors of the sea become an established thing? I think I'm willing to double down on it happened right after Zebek. I'm also willing to double down on we've said, what if Garp and Roger just scared the shit 
out of like white beard, white beard, big mom and Kaido. Mm. We excluded white beard from that, but big mom and Kaido. Yeah. I think they idolized him. And I think they idolized him because I don't think that was Roger and Zebek's first fight. I'm willing to bet Roger fought Zebek because Roger's a crackhead. And the anime, I think, is doing a great job of this because in the manga, we were basically just told, hey, this was Roger's interaction with Whitebeard. He fought Whitebeard. Whitebeard or Roger wanted Odin because Odin could read this. And boom, he went out to sea for him for a year. And it was like, on to the next thing. And I was like, okay, I guess Odin just sailed to Roger and Whitebeard, you know, casually doing it. The anime is making it a lot more colorful, which I appreciate. Like, they're showing a full fight uh, between all of them. They're showing the interaction between Roger and Whitebeard, which Whitebeard is a very terrible negotiator. Hey, can I have this? No, earthquake. It's like, well, let's let's talk about it again. No, two earthquakes. <laughs> so, um, but Roger was a crackhead and just wanted to fight. So I believe Roger challenged Zebek several times. Mm-hmm. And then finally, that last time, it was like, I... Not that he asked Garp for help, but he just didn't deny Garp's help when Garp showed up at the same place, same time. And he was like, well, I can't fight you and him. So, yeah, let's do this together, I guess. I think seeing Roger consistently fight Zebek, who was probably not actually liked amongst his crew members because he was probably just a dick, mm-hmm. um, thus shaping the personalities of Whitebeard, or not White, so yeah, Whitebeard, Big Mom, and Kaido. Yeah. Um. So they fought Roger several times. And Roger was just this crackhead-ass dude, loved to fight, kept coming at him, kept coming at him, kept coming at him. And I think that's something Kaido idolized or learned to really appreciate because when Kaido got strong, no one was fighting him. No one was just stepping up and challenging him. He was like, fuck this, fine. If y'all don't want to fight, why the fuck am I this strong? I'll just kill myself. Oh, wait, I can't kill myself. Whitebeard... Just kept seeing Roger fight. Whitebeard earned his own admiration and respect for Roger. I also believe that ship scene that we get with young Whitebeard, when he says, oh, that dude doesn't care about treasure. All he wants is a family. I firmly believe that was Zebek's ship. I think so, too. And which is I'll... insane. Yeah. At the time, they dropped that. And it's like, oh, yeah, this is the most terrifying ship to ever exist. And all those little shadows, two of them are, one of them's Kaido, one of them's Big Mom, and the other is Zebek. And it's like, oh, okay, cool. <laughs> you literally just showed me Marine Ford, and I thought that was impressive. And then you just flash back to a ship with people way more fucking terrifying. Awesome. So Zebek's defeat launched the four emperors. And Roger got it off the strength of he was essentially crowned for beating Zebek. I believe Whitebeard, Big Mom, and Kaida Wall got it because they were on Zebek's ship. And even being on Zebek's ship, they were well-known enough that they were immediately able to step into those roles. Roger, Pat, when Roger gets time, which even makes more sense why Shanks then became the second to next emperor. Mm-hmm. Because when Roger goes out, Big Mom Kaido and Whitebeard, regardless of if we don't like their motives or we don't like their actions or how they handle their ships, they have respect with Shanks because Shanks has fought each and every one of them. He knows exactly who they are. He knows how strong they are. They deserve to be emperors. They do pirate shit, but they're pirates. 
the dude who took Roger's spot, I'm going to presume is a piece of shit and was not deserving of that fourth emperor spot. And that's why Shanks specifically went after him. Okay. So Shanks sees the downfall. Shanks knows I, I can't. And so at the time of Roger's passing, there's three official emperors. There's still Whitebeard, Big Mom, Kaido. A couple years pass. Piece of shit comes to power. Piece of shit is declared the fourth emperor. Shanks realizes that's the dude I got to kill. Shanks. And, and and don't quote me exactly on my years here because I don't remember the exact – I don't know Shanks' age at the time of Roger's passing versus mm-hmm. when Shanks went to go collecting his crew. But whatever that, eight, whatever that age gap is, seven years, eight years, whatever it is, when he realizes this dude's a piece of shit, doesn't deserve to be a fourth emperor, he starts going to get his crew. He goes against Yasop. He goes against Beckman and, and all his homies. Okay. Shanks specifically targets that dude. Shanks kills that dude, declared fourth emperor. The emperors, excuse me, are not just, um, they're not just like, what's the word, that's what I'm looking for. It's like kind of like gatekeeper, but it's not quite a gatekeeper. Like they're kind of the gatekeepers though to Roger and Zebek's legacy because they all specifically talk about unless you're here, you don't deserve to talk to us. You don't deserve to be in this conversation. You don't deserve to be spoken amongst us. Like, they're all very big about that. Like, you don't deserve... When Big Mom talks about Kaido, when she told Luffy's like, you don't deserve to talk to that fucking monster. Um, yeah. Kaido the same way. You don't deserve to be here. Shanks, Luffy, you're not here yet. And Shanks is just more respectful because he's cool with Luffy. Blackbeard's kind of the oddball out. Because yeah, we haven't seen anything with him. Correct. And he's the only one. Now, this would be cool because if your Zebic theory about Blackbeard being related to Zebic in some way, shape, or form, Blackbeard specifically attacking Whitebeard makes even more sense. Because I'm going to put Whitebeard in the role of most defiant child, essentially. Like, Big Mom and Kaido were kind of fucked up, and they do more pirate-esque shit than Whitebeard did. So I'm going to assume Whitebeard challenged Zebic far more. Yeah. And that would be something that would piss Blackbeard off, being a descendant, um, whatever whatever his relationship is. So he's going, this is the dude I got to kill because I got to get inside that inner circle. Because that inner circle knows something about Zebic, Roger, that the rest of the world just don't know yet. Okay. So... If I said this correctly, the origin of the four emperors is Zebek's defeat. Mm-hmm. Three of the four emperors came from Zebek's own crewmates and the man who beat him. Okay. Roger's replacement as an emperor, because which also means the king of the pirates could exist with the emperor system. Okay. Roger's replacement as an emperor was a POS, and that is who Shank specifically targeted. And in do that you, same regard, do you, th- do you think we've met this piece of shit? Yeah. Uh, I'm going to say no, because I don't know where Oda would have fit him in because for Shanks, for us to, we presume Shanks was an emperor at basically the start of the story or like a year in. So it'd be hard where I would think, Oh yeah. 
because I'm this guy's dead in in my theory. I'm thinking because I like your theory a lot. I'm thinking we've met them, and it's only through Moria's crew. So they talk about uh, because he Moria had a couple people in his zombies that were on Zebek's crew, Mm -hmm. presumably, and I'm guessing. Um, and even, uh, even, uh, Sengoku talks about like, oh, these are like Shiki, the golden lion, Captain John, mm-hmm. uh, Captain, uh, this guy, silver and gold or whatever you want to, um, I wouldn't be surprised if other members of Zebek's crew tried getting to that position Mm-hmm. Um, and then Shanks took them all out. I could see it. It'd be kind of similar to Blackbeard taking out um, or attempting to take out their mainly Whitebeard pirates. Yeah, because they say oh. something like Captain John got shot, and that sounds like a Beckman thing. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like Beckman shoots people. I love Beckman. We we literally have nothing off that homie, and he's just like terrifying. <laughs> So I'm like, I'm like, I'd, I'd love the fact that they like ran this like makeshift uh, crew down and then just like pop them. <laughs> yeah. I also, run up on them. <laughs> I'm also going to double down on this and just stop me if I sound like I'm nuts. Okay. Stop. Fair enough. That's the episode, you guys. That's the episode. Thank you. I got to I got to go. Um... <laughs> so now. This is a, a manga versus anime take, right? Because in the okay. anime, I think this character is more highlighted. I think this character is more celebrated and more revered. I don't think he is in the manga. Um, I don't think Sengoku's worth shit. Because no one in the manga has ever talked about Sengoku in a flattering or fearful light. It's just Garp. In the anime... They talk about Sengoku because he's the fleet admiral and because it's the anime, he gets brought up more. Yeah. Even even in the anime with Roger, he's like, don't don't even he tells the Navy dude, he's like, don't even fucking come at me unless it's Garp or Sengoku. That's not a line in the manga. Gar- mm-hmm. Roger never addresses Sengoku. Roger's conversations are solely with Garp. He never viewed Sen. I don't think Sengoku. And it, it's weird because even though we shit on the One Piece anime, we've seen it pretty much simultaneously with the One Piece manga. And I think we've even kind of incorporated, oh, yeah, Sengoku, Suru, and Garp are all kind of, they're like, that's a squad. No one in the manga has ever addressed them as a squad. No one's ever addressed them as like, oh, shit, they're coming for you. We've gotten more people to talk about Kizuru, Akainu, and Aokiji as like, oh, shit, those are the three admirals. Than we've ever got anyone to speak about Sengoku. Yeah, that's true. That's true. You're not wrong. I'm not saying Sengoku's not strong. I'm not saying Sengoku is not like with the shits if he needs to be, but I think there is a he's a different, he's a class below wherever Garp was at his prime. No, I agree. I think I think even Sengoku knows that. That's why yeah. like Garp is like kept around. Uh I think everybody knows that like Garp should have been fleet admiral, but he's Garp. the Jiraiya to Tsunade, you know? Yeah. It's 
it will make it makes it even more interesting because like the Navy sucks. Like <laughs> if you look at Navy personnel, you've got a handful of outliers. The rest of them suck. They can't. The Navy can't fight the emperors. The Navy can't fight. No, I, I don't even know. Like the, the warlords are always kind of up and down. I don't think the way I don't think the Navy can fight Mihawk. I don't no. think the Navy can fight Hancock. Now think, uh, she's got a set. There's accessories that come with Hancock. Mihawk's obviously out here by himself. So Lodolo Hancock has a whole island. The only the only thing the only people that can beat Hancock are like blind people. So the. Uh, uh, he uh, is the only one that could probably beat Hancock or people that are just like asexual. But Fujitora is an outlier because Fujitora is not really a Marine. Homie was drafted. So it was Green we, Bull. So it was Green Bull, though. Absolutely. Do you know, like, and I kind of forget about them from time to time. I'll be honest. Um, I still, when I think of admirals, I do just go back to the original three because we had them for so long. Yeah. Um, well, they were a bigger part of the story. Absolutely. You know, Kizaru showed up and like kicked the shit out of everybody. everybody. Uh, Aokiji everybody showed up and beat the shit out of the Straw Hat crew. Uh, you know, Akainu blew up Ohara. <laughs> That's still the most. That is a. That is like one of the best subtle intros to such a fucked up character. Is that is our introduction to Akainu? Homie said, yeah. like. As a vice admiral, like this dude was with it. I was like, damn. Like, I I'm glad you said that. I forget that from time to time too. Yeah. There's a lot of One Piece. So there is a lot of shit. I don't know. I have once forgotten I'm, things. Once I'm done with the book I'm reading right now, which might be a couple months, I'm just gonna like plow through One Piece and get caught up. That's it's like you almost get, have to, because it's to refresh as much, and I think we have pretty good recall, but I'm not gonna sit there and say it. There's a thou what one thousand eight just came out. Yeah. I a hundred percent. Um, I'll let you know when I start doing this again, like to our viewers, mm-hmm. this is going to be like a, a bit. I will, we'll make it a segment. It'll be what's going on in the one piece world this week. And it'll just be me going today. I saw buggy. Uh, <laughs> everything just went wrong. No, it's yeah. So it's like, it's, like, it's great. It's hard to say like, Oh, if something happened in chapter 300 and it's not one of like the major core events, it's like, yeah, I could forget it. I could misspeak on it. Yeah. Um, to, to my Sengoku point, like, is there a quotable or two about him? Maybe, but they're not noticeable. They're not, they're not on the same level as Garp. They're not. Suru, we, we, Suru, I don't, you'd have to quote me, but I, I, I have um, Marine Four, right? That's the only physical part I have of One Piece. Okay. That towel scene's not in the manga of her, like just the two dudes running at her and her just turning them into two towels. I don't think she exists there. Now, I don't have the whole series, so obviously I'm not going to state that for a fact. It's like she exists, obviously. Like they recognize her as a character, but she doesn't do anything battle wise. I think is the better way to phrase that. Yeah, I don't, I don't think we've ever seen it in the manga. Um, so, I can check the wiki. I don't, I would double check. It's like her and Sengoku, like we, because we talk about them with high praise because we're like, oh yeah, they're in the same group as Garp. Like they, they're all fucking monsters. I don't know if they're all monsters anymore. Like who is really scared of Sengoku? Yeah, right. Es- especially, and maybe the anime's fuck with my brain. But without us ever having seen Prime Whitebeard, 
that little moment of him and Roger going at it in the anime, who stops that fool? And I don't think he's scared of, I don't think that guy in his prime or at 40, whatever the fuck, at whatever age he is, he's his prime. I don't think he gives a fuck about Sengoku. Yeah. Like, this is just, it's just, it's a different level of, it's a different level of monster. It's a different level of how much, like, how powerful are these people? It um, looks like, it looks like Subaru's fruit is in, it is in the manga. It is? Yeah, because they give it a name. It's the Wash Wash Fruit. I just okay. need to- I'd have to like run into the other room and like find the page, but and because right now I'm just scrolling Wikipedia or not Wikipedia, but uh, Google Images to try to find it. But yeah, it says it debuted in this uh, chapter, so mm. oh. she is a monster, though. I I I contest that she is still a monster because I... she well she she trained um, a kainu. Is that is that manga or is that um, episode uh, zero? I th- well, episode zero is canon. We, Epi- like chapter zero is canon. Is it in the manga? It is in the manga. There's a there's a manga chapter zero. <laughs> okay. Now now now. That's my hot take. Well, I, and, and see, I don't want to disagree because I don't want to discredit these characters because I like these characters. I'm not trying to just shit on them. I am. But, do we get the line or do we just see Garp and Aokiji and then Sengoku and Kizuru and then uh, Suru and Akainen would just assume, oh, we know Aokiji and Garp are tight, so these other ones must be tight too. Yeah, I mean, it's a lot of assuming. Um, my guess has always been, I'll have to reread Ohara. Because I think that's the first time you see a Kainu. I think we've always just assumed that Suru was uh, his teacher. But I don't think she would have been in Ohara. No, she wasn't in Ohara. But uh, I'm curious to see if like Kizuru was there and Aokiji. I don't know. That's a terrifying buster call. Like, that's <laughs> right, like, that's like next level one. Like some some fuck you up. Like, but there's a difference in like those three and then fucking Spider Swords, man. Like, Luffy got spider swordsman and guy that like eats swords. Like is that he the chain ru- smoker, huh? Is the chain smoker the one that eats swords? Yeah. yeah. No, uh, it's the dude in the turban that like uh, oh, rusts yeah. out stuff. Chain smoke is chain smoker Spider Man. Gosh, I haven't seen the right. Uh, yeah. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I think he is Spider Man. Fuck the vice admiral suck. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like- they, they aren't they aren't as impressive as. <laughs> Aokiji and uh, Akainu, but who is really? That's, that's a fucked I up. I will say. That's a fucked up Vice Admiral graduating class. I do like the idea that there is a dude as a Vice Admiral that could technically beat Mihawk if he didn't have hockey. He's a real? Uh, no, a uh, the dude that rusts swords. Oh. He could technically beat Mihawk. He just has to get his hockey much better. Much, much better. A lot better. If his hockey was like up way more, no swordsman <laughs> could beat him. Oh, you're right. Like he's a swordsman counter. Just like Buggy. Fam, Mihawk could cut, kill the shit out of Buggy. 
He, he I, didn't though. But I, did I, he though? I know, but that was he was uh, he was caught off by he was caught off guard, but he would cut the shit out of Buggy. Buggy unlocked observation hockey and can see the future, and as a result, is the most powerful character in One Piece. Prove me wrong. Man, I gotta go make dinner. We got anything else we gotta talk about today? What the, what the <laughs> fuck did I just hear, Buggy? <laughs> yeah, that's 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 my four emperor theory. That is the start of the world. That is the start of the preliminary great pirate era. Um, yeah. Do you think Luffy's in that circle now? That's 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 hard. Because the idea that like Luffy now has a light in his eye. That it looks like uh, Kaido has acknowledged Luffy. Kaido recognizing him is a huge first step. I I would argue and say like that's the step because it's the first time an emperor has taken Straw Hat Luffy seriously. I, I, my only thing for to to be able to double down on my theory is I think Luffy needs to be told something by Shanks. And I think he needs because I think what makes these guys that terrifying, or at least the core of the emperors, is that they all had a connection to Zebek, and whatever that connection was was enough to make the world government shit their pants. Yeah, Luffy right now still does not technically have a connection to Zebek unless Shanks introduces something to him to give him that connection. Yes, the acknowledgement by Kaido is huge. Do I think Luffy is at that power level? Yes. I'm willing to say that not comfortably. Wherever you want to jungle him up one through five, like we've always, I think, had Kaido and Shanks at the top and then Big Mom, Blackbeard, however. However you want to rank them is fine. But he's in that power level. But he's not still technically in that emperor fold of whatever Zebek had was just different. Mm-hmm. Um, I, how, before we wrap up, I got one more question. How, go how, do, you, how do you think they're going to split up who fights who? After this chapter? Yeah. Who, how, how do they split it up? I would love to see, and I'm not sure if this way is going to go, but this is, my, this is my hope, and then I'll give a more realistic one. I kind of want to just see Luffy and Kaido punch each other. Right? And I, and I don't need Luffy to win, I would, but I would love just a fucking dragged out punch the shit beat each other up like like that would be a really dope moment to me if you could just like stand your ground and fight an emperor for a day or however long until we float back to the rest of because this is this island is floating very slow we're at that point of the manga where it's like that will be there in 10 minutes 50 chapters later then the rest of them could all go fight i'll go fight big mom realistically i'm thinking that they'll split it up like the captains will fight Kaido and then um, uh, Zoro, Killer B, and is it just those five or am I missing someone? Law. He's one of the captains. Oh, you think all three of them are going to fight Kaido? Yeah, then it's just Killer and Zoro versus Big Mom. Okay, so then I'm going to put i probably give Law to the other two then, I think to make it a little more fair. So Law, Zoro, and Killer... Luffy and Kid, because I think, well, I don't necessarily need to see it. I think it makes more sense for Oda to give Kid kind of that redeeming factor. Like, we're, we're redeeming Luffy for getting one-shotted by Kaido. Give Kid some of that same light. Like, Kid got real fucked up by Kaido. 
Um, you don't want to write kid out of the story yet as far as like a serious fighter. Yeah. So he probably needs to get in this fight and show that he is not just a bitch. Does kid die? <sighs> Who dies? Is kid going to explode? This kid's going to kid's kid going to get tossed into the ocean. That should be the episode title. Will kid explode? <laughs> Cause that's the only way to die. Maybe. <laughs> is, no, 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 no. Not will kid explode is kid and Eagle. Ah, because <laughs> they're bombproof. <laughs> um, no, I don't. I don't see anyone dying. I just, I, I don't either. I, I think Oda is like I said. I just, don't, I don't think he like he doesn't like killing people. Obviously, and when he does want to kill people, he's he's trying to make it an impact. And there, I don't know if Kid gets that impact. There is like, I mean, Hawkins made the point that someone is going to die in this fight. But Hawkins has been wrong mad times. Hawkins has been wrong, but he this one was like without a shadow of a doubt someone is going to die. I just don't know who. Um I I I'm with you, man. I kind of just want to see Luffy punch the shit out of Kaido. Absolutely. I want to see like, the I, 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 would, I would rather it be 4 versus Big Mom and then like Luffy cuz it's kid isn't no bitch at that point either, you know. No, absolutely. I I don't think kid's a bitch now. Like, getting fucked up by Kaido, I don't think makes you a bitch. I just think it makes no. you not the strongest man in the world. Sorry, yeah, right. only one Sorry. of those. <laughs> um, like, I like the idea that Luffy just goes, all right, we'll split it. You guys go fight Big Mom and I'll fight Kaido. And then everyone's like, that's not a plan. And he's like, bye. <laughs> yeah, no, and that's because it would work, especially with what he's doing now, because he's just he's just punching them. He's just yeah. going up, swinging on them, says, fuck this. They're people just like us. And, yeah, I, I, I love the idea of Luffy and Kaido fighting one-on-one with, with the clear knowing, like, we're not going to get a winner, and nor should we. That would be or, just a great... Or we do get a winner. I don't know if I'm ready for Luffy to beat Kaido yet. I If they treat it like the Katakuri fight, where he's gradually getting sm- uh, stronger as he goes, I would love to fucking see... Are we re- okay? So, see, if we're okay with that, though, see, Kaido going down just signals to me how close are we to the end. Very. Because if Luffy can beat Kaido, I'm probably not as a fan. And then Oda doesn't have to give two shits about my opinion. I understand that. I'm not tolerating more than one arc. No. You can't show me Kaido because whoever you show me next arc. Is going to be inconsequential unless it's fucking Blackbeard. It's going to be inconsequential because no one else is going to have the story attached to him and no one is going to be just that strong where I'm like, oh, I'm intrigued. No, I mean, like, that same thing happened after Crocodile. Where we no, because like- I don't think... Because Crocodile was... Crocodile was a gatekeeper. Crocodile was the warlords we were introduced as, oh, yeah. the seven warlords of the sea, and we thought that was top dog. Yeah. And then as soon as he fell... We were introduced to, Enel. oh, this is the actual world. Oh, yeah. There's admirals. Oh, there's emperors. Oh, there's Garp. And and to blow up the world like that again, because we already are aware of the girls say. Yeah. We're already aware of the Holy Land. We're already aware of there was guards at the Holy Land who are above admiral status. Like, I you so because I already know what's there, you can't reopen the world in that same aspect to me Do, uh okay so i have i had another thought too um 
dinner gonna be late tonight, but fuck it. We having a good combo. Okay, dude. Uh Luffy goes. It's gonna be me versus Kaido. Bye. And he goes and fights Kaido. Mm-hmm. Zoro follows Luffy. Mm-hmm. I don't see Zoro just abandoning Luffy. So that's fair. So I could see. Do you think Luffy and Zoro can beat Kaido? Yes. And he, and right. That's kind of where I'm going to. In which case, does this new generation? Is this new generation going to be weaker than the last generation, or than the uh, the current power scale? Because if Luffy and Zoro take out Kaido, then. No, Luffy wasn't able to 1v1 him. So we're talking about Whitebeard, Big Mom, Kaido. Uh, if you can't beat those guys one-on-one and you need to, like, you know, gang up on them, does that automatically make the new generation weaker than the current generation? That all depends on if... Right? It's kind of an interesting thought. So so to kind of combine the two shows, and I'm going to say this, and I'm going to kind of piss myself off because I don't have enough time for this conversation. That all depends on where Zebek falls in the line of D. If Zebek is the current D who... Oh. If Zebek is the current D... Well, now he's former, but in his time... yeah. If he had inherited the entire power of D and his defeat just spread it out, like we're talking about the attack on Titan, it's like, all right, you brought up, well, they forced them to have kids. Like there could be Eldians everywhere. Zeke has the power to call out Titans. That is unique to him. What if that power is dispersed? So, if Zebek had the power of D and his defeat spread it amongst who was closest to him, this is Roger by beating him, uh, Whitebeard, Kaido, Big Mom, then no, this generation could never technically be that strong because whatever that power is, is just otherworldly. Yeah. And it is now to Zebek's insa- insanity where he sat at because he had all of this. Versus when it got spread out, created Monster Kaido, Monster Whitebeard, Monster Big Mom, Monster Roger. Luffy might not ever get that. And even if so, if that power is... Because I, I don't know if Oda's going to go traditional, like it's a... Um, if it is a like a pass down the generation thing. I don't mm-hmm. know if it's going to be strictly blood related. If everybody who has a D is just has like a fragment of that power, and that's why guys like Luffy are naturally stronger than his contemporaries, then yeah, it'd be impo- it would be impossible for them to do it if Zebek had if Zebek had it all in the first place. If Zebek had a good piece of it, um, I figured if Luffy and Zoro were able to defeat Kaido, that still leaves room for growth because i i think i agree with you that if luffy is able to 1v1 kaido it'd be dope but where do we go from there you know um and i still think that this last arc i do think it's one more saga of one piece after this you're one more arc after this 
Um, but I think it's going to be drawn out. I think it's going to be long. It's not going to be like my heroes thing. That's probably going to last a year or two. By the way, when Oda drops that page, the last island or the last art, whatever, the last anything, that that, that will it. break the internet. That, that breaks break everything. It. Like, no, you thought, no you disrespect thought I was, to my hero. No disrespect thought, to my hero. But or Attack on Titan. Y'all thought the final season was cute. Y'all thought, oh, he leaves school. The last arc that was cute. Nigga, if Oda says this is it, oh dog, it's going down. Yeah, I mean, I I, I was fucking devastated with Attack on or with um. Uh, my hero uh we're out of a job if it's one piece fam i'm gonna start watching what the fuck's left <laughs> fuck you, i don't have my my hero's can, gone attack on titans go you can finally watch demon slayer tune in next week when we give you guys pokemon sword and shield breakdown <laughs> i'm down hold up <laughs> <laughs> I'm down. I'm down to talk anime. about. I'll talk about Pokemon Sword and Shield for days. I'm not talking about the anime though. Oh, I won't either. That's why I'm like. That's we'll that talk was, video. This becomes a video game podcast. It's just Pokemon. That yeah, might actually that might actually skew the algorithm really well if we only talked about Pokemon. Fuck the algorithms. Fuck the algorithm. <laughs> See now I'm gonna deep dive. I'm just I'm gonna look into that for about a week. I want to see how high Z could how where Zebit could be if I don't believe the D is just a birthright or not uh, not a birthright, but a um um sound of if it's not a lineage thing. Has Luffy ever fought someone with D in his name besides Blackbeard? I don't oh, think so. That's a good I question. I don't think so. Right, Buggy D Clown. I mean, do you count him fighting Garp? Is that a fight? No. It, it just like if you would say like, "Oh, Luffy fighting Blackbeard in Impel Down was kind of like a he threw two punches and then uh got held back and was like, "You don't want to fight this guy." <laughs> yeah. I don't think Luffy's ever fought D uh, a D. That's interesting. I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to think about that. Because I, I, I'm inclined to say you're right, but this is one of those things, there's a thousand chapters I don't want to just jump off. Yeah. Fuck, who's... Like, the only the only D fight we've really gotten was Ace versus Blackbeard. Blackbeard. So there, you might be onto something where it's like, oh, if... Well, White, well Whitebeard fought... Whitefred, Whitebeard fought Blackbeard, kind of. That wasn't a fight. That was a... Homie got shot up. Damn. Homie got Black shot Beard. up. I think. I think. Like. I wonder if there is. Also, Whitebeard wasn't. Didn't have D. Edward. D, Edward. Edward D. Newgate. Edward Newgate. I, I think it's just Ed, Edward Newgate. I could have sworn there's D in Ed in his name. Yeah. No. It's there isn't. Sky don't have a D. No. We don't know. Charlotte, Charlotte Linlin, uh, Edward Nugget, Kaido. See, that'd be interesting. Okay, so yeah. I would, I'd have to retweak it, obviously, but you would give someone who doesn't naturally have that power, or it, to once again kind of crossover, someone who's not naturally an Eldian, giving them the power to turn into a Titan, someone who's not naturally a D, giving them the power of it. 
Yeah. And seeing how, like, it's crazy in them. It's probably even crazier in someone who's actually of that lineage. Yeah, has Luffy ever fought? That's your homework for tonight, kids. I don't this think he. Week. I don't think has, he has. Has Luffy ever fought a D? I would tweet that, but the knowing my algorithms and who follows me on Twitter, um, that I would get flamed all night. So I'm not going to tweet that. But that's a good question. I'm looking into that. Um, That's a good Damn. place to leave this show. I yeah, think. I'm like, fuck. And that's like a simple question. And I can't think. I don't think he has, man. I, he's never. I don't think he has. I swear if it's Buggy, I'll shoot you. Buggy I'll D clown. You. I'll fucking Buggy D clown, bro. I don't y'all know. If we find out Buggy is a D, this podcast is over. I'm going to prison. <laughs> I just want you to know. Who are you going after? And better I'm not, not be. I'm knocking not on your window. I'm knocking on your window twice. And you're going to see a gun outside. Bro, don't. I have to know how this ends. Uh, but you, no, we don't. Not if Buggy's a D. The Shanks have a D? We don't know. These niggas just all like anonymously one name. I mean, Sanji was for like about a thousand chapters. 800. I'll give you 800. Then smoke Sanji. Yeah, man, what the I, fuck? I, I don't think Luffy's ever fought a D. There might be something to it where it's like, oh, when you conquer another D, then like, like maybe maybe you get like some crazy power. What if a Kainu's a D and he just rejects it? That's why he's such an asshole. I think a Kainu's from Wano. I've seen that with the tattoo. I think I think he's the son of Hiro Goro. That's my hot take. Man, I don't have time for all these hot takes. Uh, there's a, <laughs> but there's a lot to talk about. We'll obviously get more to it next week. Uh, don't forget, as always, please go check out at Twitter, at italklot9080, at Shadow Riley, uh, Instagram, at Hardfound Network, uh, Instagram, Prescott Films. Uh, we got a new episode of The Sync this week. Yes, we do. What are we talking about this week? Uh, round three of the Oscar bracket is Nomadland and The Father. We had to, like, push that a week. Uh, and we did Judas and the Black Mas- or no, we did Sh- Trial of the Chicago Seven versus Mank this last week. I know the father. Didn't know mine, but I know the father. Father, the son, and the Holy Ghost. <laughs> Happy crack- Easter, y'all. Slim crack and some bitching met from down the street. Um, <laughs> with that being said, uh, oh, that's what I wanted to talk about. I'm going to have to do that next week. Because I have a theme for this week, and it's called, like, ungrateful. And that we're just all ungrateful ass fans of the things that we talk about. And there is so much, and it goes to everything, sports, anime, culture. Like, there's so much good anime manga right now. If you really are bitching, you're just an ungrateful piece of shit. But I'm going to have to get into that next week. Shout so, out, watch Dr. Stone, y'all. So we're going to, next week, I will do, with no attack on Titan, next week, I will start off with the ungrateful. And we'll bring back anime bracket, since obviously we have to fill in that attack on Titan slot. That is yes, taking about 40 minutes. Um But appreciate everybody for listening, and we're going to catch you all next week. Peace out, dudes.